Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. Hi, I'm Anthony. Yeah, you are. Joined, as always, by Shane DeFock, Sean DePonce, back in Phoenix. Gentlemen, it is time for the final walk of shame for this football season as the Territorial Cup will Depart Tempe because the Sun Devils fell to the Wildcats. Final score, 38-35. Wait, we aren't, we aren't just here game. to preview the hockey game tonight? <sighs> no. I mean, we can if we want to just change it into I don't know why we'd be in Tucson for that. Um, <laughs> but uh, a, a lot, obviously, to talk about and get to in this game. Um, just, Sean, immediate reaction to what we saw today. Oh, man. I mean, um, I, the defense looked like it quit. That was my biggest reaction. It looked like they didn't want to be there for most of it. Um, I don't know. When you let a guy – when you when you allow multiple drives of less than five plays and 70-plus yards, you're, you're going to lose. Uh, not to mention the turnovers. It was just uh, – offensively, it was it was good. Defensively, it was pathetic. Uh, I, I think that's the, the – all there really is to say. It was pathetic. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of players on both sides of the ball that really didn't deserve a game like this. Uh, you think yeah. of, obviously, Trent Bourget playing in front of his family and just such a gutsy performance, two turnovers that one definitely wasn't his fault, another you can argue wasn't his fault. Um, it, it really sucks. And then defensive side of the ball, you know, there's definitely some talent there, but when, you, when you're so dysfunctional as not only a unit but also from a coaching standpoint it's just it's hard to really put blame anywhere you can kind of put blame everywhere for this game on the defensive side of the ball um yeah i agree sean it's just it, the defense didn't look like they wanted to be there and the offense was trying to keep them in it u of a tried to give the game away two yeah. three yeah. four times i, I, I mean, didn't want it this looked like a game between two really bad teams which is exactly yeah. what it yeah. was it, it was two really you bad what this looked like sean this looked like Maction. This literally looked yeah. like Maction football. It, no, it looked like Maction. It looked like what you'll see uh, in, uh, like an Iowa State TCU game and like randomly where it's just like now the, now the team's going to play defense. Um, yeah, Trenton definitely deserved better. I would argue basically the entire offense deserved better. Um, Aguano deserved better. Everybody. Kaplitsky deserved, deserved better. Carter Brown deserved better. Alan McElmore <laughs> deserved better. The fans deserve better, man. Yeah. Like Finn Collins. Especially the fans that came out, right? They made the, the two-hour-plus drive down to Tucson uh, to watch this game. And I think the ASU offense kind of 
just going off of what you guys have said, like the ASU offense really, it felt like gave it its all up until that last drive. There were a couple of costly turnovers, especially early in the game, but that's something that we're used to seeing from ASU, right? Sean, can you hear that? Yeah, the bells are tolling. It sounds yeah. like the, yeah, it's the poetic. Final, it's, the, it's the walk into the church the for the final funeral for ASU football. Of the ASU season. Um, the one thing I will say that, that stuck out to me almost immediately, but was even more so prominent in the end of the game is the culture at the University of Arizona for football. Um, you know, you kind of look at it like a – this, the, the stepchild um, you, and you have in the past 10 years, obviously, but you know, now we're getting closer to what is becoming a true, you know, competition every time they play, but they just care more when it comes yeah. down here. I mean, I know ASU is slipping from, you know, what they were in the past five years. It's hard to root for them, but, and it's easier to root for a team on the way up, but it's just, it's just, there's so much more energy in the stadium. And even when it wasn't completely filled at the start of the game, it was 10 times louder than it would have been at ASU. There's just, there's, it seems like this is a more his, historically rich program and it's, and it's not, it's, yeah. it's bizarre. They just want it more. That's, that's what it came down to today. I think the defense was abysmal as it has been all season long. And you can put that on the players, but you, I mean, I put it mainly on Donnie. I think the, the defensive coaching staff has been atrocious from start to finish this season. Um, and, and it's been an embarrassment from start to finish, I think, for this ASU defense. Um, Shane, I know you were telling Sean beforehand we had a Donnie story, uh, kind of that that shows the disconnect between the defensive unit and just kind of the rest of the team. So right before halftime, right, ASU, um, I believe it was U of A punted, right? Yeah, they got the ball back with about 33 seconds left, I want to yeah. say. So the ASU offense back on the field, like 35 seconds and change. Right. And as we know, a lot of the defensive staff is up in the booth, not on the field for the game. Right. So 30 seconds left. And who do we hear in the press box walking to the elevator? Donnie Henderson. While there is still time in the first half of the game, Henderson talking about, oh, he caught it. Referring to Xavier Valade's catch that eventually came back because of holding. But oh, yeah. Like, I, I get there's only 30 seconds left. I get that ASU's offense has the ball. The man has the TT. But what happens <laughs> What happens if you score and then you've got 15 Or you throw a pick. Or you throw a pick, <laughs> right? Like, your defense, you still got to call the defense. Not only were we flabbergasted, but a lot of the U of A media members were like, like what are yeah. you doing? Excuse yeah. me, is that? <laughs> I almost tweeted it. I almost tweeted it earlier, um, but I, I think right, I read it was about to tweet ASU, like, got to stop or something like that. But, like, I mean – we had kind of talked about Donnie being checked out or quitting on this team. And like I said, it kind of seemed like ASU's play, the deep players kind of finally returned the favor, which like I can't yeah. sit here and pretend to blame them. Like, obviously you want your players the, for the team that you root for to be playing hard at all times. But like, fuck, if their coach doesn't even care, how are you going to expect these literal kids to care? It's, that shit, that shit yeah. is aggravating. Um, but I, I mean, that's just that, that's just. That's what the season's been, is aggravating. It's to the coaching staff, with the exception of Sean Aguano, has been incredibly disappointing. Um, and I don't know why I expected anything better. This is just how the season Yeah. Went. I do want to get into the numbers in a little bit. But before we do that, I want to talk about one of the stars of the game, right? Jalen Conyers, mm. who over the course of the last handful of weeks has been a, like outstanding um, in just every facet of the game. He obviously had that ridiculous catch. He had a touchdown uh, late in the game, and, and Chris Cartman tweeted it, and I think it was kind of perfect, right? Like, Glenn Thomas had 
an entire spring, an entire fall, in multiple games in the season to figure out how to use, I would say, a top three tight end. Or if you wanted to use him. Yeah, or if you wanted to use him. I would say a top three tight end in you the Pac-12. Right or wrong? No, I, I don't. I mean, I, you think of, yeah, I, is Bobo technically a tight end? Other than that, I think you put the two Utah tight ends above him. And then, and then you got Conyers. Yeah. But yeah, a top five, a top five tight end. And he, he did it. He went missing. We heard nothing about him. We heard in the fall we're going to get this great tight end show between Conyers and Messiah Winston, and we got nothing. And now we see Jalen Conyers, what, go for over 100 receiving yards today on five-plus catches. Score three touchdowns touchdown. in a game earlier this year. Like, this is – you want to talk about the embarrassment. You want to talk about aggravating, as Sean said. Like, yeah. that, that just it's, – it's so puzzling. It makes no sense. Like, you have a 6'4", 260-pound weapon at your disposal that's not only a great pass catcher, but is also good with yak. I mean, the man breaks tackles. Like, I, I, does he hate him? <laughs> it, it's so bizarre. Like, it, it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Um, in that realm, you can question Donnie, you can question Glenn. I think it is a foregone conclusion that those two will not be returning to Tempe um, yeah. at the start of next season. And I think that is a blessing for everybody. Uh, we'll obviously get to all of that coaching stuff a little bit later in the show, but let's get to the numbers of today's game. Obviously, the only one that matters at the end of it all is that final score, 38-35 to 35 in favor of of the Wildcats. You look at the passing game, Arizona State and Trenton Borgay had themselves a day with nearly 400 pass yards to U of A's 200. Uh, Jane Delora didn't do too much today, but on the ground, it was all Michael Wiley and the Wildcats, 280 rush yards mm-hmm. to Xavier Valadez and ASU's Buck 61. In terms of the penalties, this was a gross game. Uh, U of A had 10 penalties for over 100 penalty yards, ASU 8 for 85 on the other side. And then this is really just... This one sticks out like a sore thumb, right? You've got ASU turning the ball over. And they lost by three. Yeah, five times to U of A's one. Like, you're not going to win a football game like that. Like, I want to ask you guys, like we always do, like, what number sticks out? But it's obvious. It's the turnovers. Yeah. I mean, the turnovers are bad. Um, And I think a lot of those just kind of came down to to U of A wanting it more, like we said. I will say um, the the, the pass and rush numbers are interesting to me because it – this game kind of went like the opposite of what I would have expected. Like by Jaden Delora standards, it was a pretty bad game. 12 for 23 yeah. with 200 yards. Like that's, that's not, he's capable of doing a lot more. And I mean, I didn't expect Trenton Borgay to come out here and throw for damn near 400 yards. Um, and obviously ASU's rush defense has not been great, but Jaden Delora is what this U of A offense has been known for, like their passing game. Um, so I did not expect them to, to to run like that. But that I mean, that's credit to a, to U of A's coaching staff just realizing that that was the way you were going to win the game. Um, and then yeah, the turnovers are just that's, that's embarrassing. It doesn't really matter how they happen. It's embarrassing. Yeah, the it, uh, <laughs> I just can't get over. I mean, multiple times in the game, I look at I look at Totri and be like, dude, they they have two turnovers to U of A zero. Um, they have been just outdueled rushing the ball, haven't been able to really do much on defense in general, and they're down three points. They're up four at halftime. I know UA gets the ball. It's it's so many times in this game they had an opportunity to almost even take – because if you're up two scores in a game like this, the game is almost over. You need something miraculous to happen. And that that three and out that they got in the third quarter was miraculous. Like – yeah. Uh, there's, there's so many things that slip through the fingertips, quite literally. 
Yeah. Um, like, I believe Andre Johnson yeah. dropping a pass late in the game. And the muff punt early in the game. Oh, my. Yeah. Don't even. It's one of the turnovers, <laughs> man. It's bad. Like, it's it's bad football, right? Going into this game. Why can't this team the, catch punts? The expectation was you were going to get a shootout. You were going to get what we thought was going to be Xavier Valade running all over U of A. And we thought on the other side, you'd get Jaden Delore to kind of throw all over a bad ASU defense. Like you said, Sean, it was kind of the opposite. But again, not to take away from any of these guys, like Jaden Delore didn't necessarily have a bad game. Xavier Valade, who is not going to get a whole lot of credit, I think, for today's game, because you look at the passing numbers, right? Borgay almost went for 400. Uh, you've got Conyers. You've got Elijah Badger. Geo Sanders had himself today a hell of a game. But Xavier Valade was there, and he was all reliable per usual. Yeah, like he was the guy yards. who found the end zone, found the end zone multiple times in the third quarter. He almost had twenty plus carries. Like he's been the guy all season long, and I think he's going to have a great NFL career. Um, it's kind of a bummer for fans in Tempe that they're only going to get the one year out of him. Um, but I don't know, man. Like it was just a it was a poor game, and it kind of reflected the way the ASU season has gone from start to finish. You've got the offense kind of starting late. You've got a defense that just hasn't been there at all. Like, yeah. it is what it is. We'll obviously get to, to bottle service in a little bit. But before we do that, I do want to say shout out to the U.S. soccer team because they <laughs> won me some money, okay, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. That was nice. And I, I didn't have the courage to take their money line straight up. Okay, so I took the, I took the U.S. to win. Or draws at a B. Uh-huh. Okay. That's the first time we've had a B you in like the middle jazz? of the Dude, I am terrified of bees. Go on. Are you? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to tell everybody where they can make some money and whether that's betting on the NBA or maybe some hockey or even the World Cup. Uh, you guys can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code PHNX, and you can place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See show notes for more details. So – Funny yes. thing, um, if you notice, we just got dark really fast. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I, w I will fix that in a second when we get a graphic up. But it's because of the fake A Mountain. We had so much more time until the, the A Mountain was right there. It just it, it, The sun went right behind it. So uh, <laughs> I literally just texted Leah. I was like, the sun is setting on them so fast. Yeah, no, it, we, we, we should have this amount of light for the rest of the show. But yeah, okay. a fake A Mountain just, just sent us. I love it. Look, while we're talking about making some money, you guys can also have some fun watching a lot of these World Cup games at Four Peaks. The next U.S. match was today. U.S. <laughs> tying England um, in a thrilling zero, zero contest. Yes, Mexico and Argentina kick off tomorrow, 11 a.m. at Four Peaks. It is going to be an absolute blast. The atmosphere has been incredible so far. You guys can go ahead and register for your free tickets in the description, Sean, what do you think of some of the World Cup matches today? I mean, I think the U.S. looked really impressive. I'll say that. I mean, I, I think this U.S. team, uh, based on what they did today and honestly what they did against Wales, like they can compete with just about anybody. Um, so I think we're going to be good. Big game against Iran coming up. Um, but they kind of control their own destiny. Like I think we, we might get to see the U.S. in the knockout stages, which is, which is exciting. <laughs> Beat Iran, man. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna be sweating, but yeah, definitely come out tomorrow. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Those World Cup events have been be there. have been lit, as Mike Luke would say. Um, so definitely come. Oh my out. gosh, let's get before we get do we have to talk service. about my yeah. Luke? before we get into bottle service. 
We have Mike Luke in the front of the press box yeah. the entire uh, game. Every first down, game. every first down, it's one of these. So he's sitting like this. He goes, "Yeah, he was he was wilding out on Twitter." We have a, a Mike Luke expert ready to speak on the the topic. Yeah. Guys, on, on behalf expert. of Arizona Wildcat Nation, I apologize for Mike Luke and his <laughs> disruptive behavior. Even I was like, "Dude." Stop being such a troll, okay, please? please. <laughs> oh, I love that. Inject it. Also, Sean and I talked throughout the game, and I just want to say this. I'm tired of both of these programs being shit and not yep. playing for anything yeah. significant at the end of the season. I think we haven't seen that for about eight years now. I want both programs to be good. I hope you guys hire somebody that's going to actually move the program into a positive direction because – it was a fun game today, but it should have meant so much more. Yeah. And yeah. both teams aren't going to a bowl game. So at the end of the day, it's just like we were just rocking on a chair all fucking season long, and I'm kind of tired of it. Uh, thanks for all the work you guys do. Thanks. Dilly dilly. Yeah. Dilly dilly. I, okay. So the Cardinals had their crowning moment with Sean Payton. You know, they're yeah. talking about Sean Payton this, these last, like, three months, and finally the, you know, the, the, big, the, big, the big J journals are picking it up. Um, and they're starting to talk about a little more NFL Network. There was a guy on this show who mentioned the name of Kenny Dillingham about two, three months ago, I would say, right when Iguano got named the interim coach. I just want to have my my Kenny Dillingham moment. Um, but, you know, we're hearing other things. We'll see. Apparently, if it would happen, it's probably going to be Sunday because, the you know, Oklahoma, or Oregon and Oregon State play on Saturday so or tomorrow. So... Hopefully that's the last game Dillingham coaches there. I would love it, but I would also love to hear what the chat thinks. I know it's kind of become divisive. I, I have a theory on this, actually. I think that so many people have talked about Dillingham to the point where it's become cool to not want him to come yeah. to ASU. And it's all, they want to be hipster. Yeah. So they're like, give me Jim Mora Jr. Give me six and five at UCLA every single people year want for the rest Herman of my too. life. Yeah, give me, give me Texas is back. Just kidding. No, it's not Tom Herman. <laughs> like, I was telling yeah. Shane on the way here. I was telling Shane on the way here. This would be the first time in like it's got to be in the first time in the history of sports that you've got back-to-back coaches with Herman in their name. It's got to be. There's no way. Tom you telling Herman me there's Edwards. another program that has two Hermans back to back? There could be. Maybe not a program, but some, Edwards is somewhere. The- you know how many sports and programs there are? How many Hermans are there in the world? A good amount. No, there's like six. There's, there's a lot. There's like six Hermans. That's it. What are we doing? I Don't would even say, tell me that there's more. I, and I, I know I'm falling into the trap a little yes, bit right. by engaging with the U of A trolls, but like the, the U of A trolls are in the comments saying that like there's no shot Kenny Dillingham comes here. Like I don't know why. Like he was, he went to school here. He's from the area. This, this like, he coached at Chaparral. The people, the people he went to school here. He has mentioned that he wants to come back the to UA Arizona. Trolls, the UA trolls. The UA trolls can have their moment. Congratulations. Yeah, that was a good gutsy no, win. I mean, troll what? us for the program, troll us for the loss, anything. But I mean, like, just sitting Do some here research. saying that Dillingham's unrealistic. Is, a young man doesn't want to get promoted to a program he used to work for in a state he was born. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Rats. What are we doing? That's that Tucson right. education. Also, oh, also close to me. To, it's mag- to, magnetic, baby. To respond to Tina's comment, I'm not in Tucson because there was a lot of people that wanted to be there. We only had a couple uh, press credentials, so I Let's held it down, I held down the fort here. I, I dealt with Saul, uh, yeah, fighting the good fight. Hey, you did. You did us all a favor. We dealt with Mike Luke, so yeah, yeah fair yeah, enough. That's fight, yeah, we're, right, guys, we're fighting a war on two fronts. Let's <laughs> let's get in a bottle service here. Uh, oh, here we go. With the man himself, Trent Borgay, right? Yeah. A guy returned back to Tucson. He had his own little section in the Zona Zoo 
um, with his family members. It was awesome to see because uh, they suck out like sore thumbs. Uh, but 376 passing yards today for Trenton Borgay, 37 of 48. Obviously, a couple costly interceptions, and he had three passing touchdowns as well. Sean, I'm going to start with you on Borgay, man. Just what does it mean, do you think, for this kid to come home um, and have the game that he had? Yeah, I mean, it's got to be incredible. He looked incredible. Like, I jokingly, t- I jokingly tweeted out, like, uh, what did I say? Trenton, Tom, Josh, or t- Trenton, yeah. Tom, Patrick Mahomes, Brady, Borgay. Like, like he looked incredible, and he got to a point where ASC or U of A's defense had to respect his legs, which is not something I ever saw coming. You guys need some like tape on the ground, and you know where you're supposed. I know. Um, but like, I, I was just so impressed by what he was able to do with his legs and becoming like a legitimate in the context of this game, a legitimate dual threat quarterback. Like. Defenses were the defense was genuinely having to respect what he was doing on the ground, which was really cool. Um, it made the offense a lot more dynamic. Um, but he's just been impressive. Like I, I, every time he's on the field, he just looks good, and I think it's good because I feel confident in what this offense can be next year. You got You got you, you obviously have seen him. I have to believe he's the favorite to be the starting quarterback for ASU next year. Um, I mean, you got a, a, a quick look at Tevin White, who looked really good. Obviously, Jalen Conyers still has eligibility. Like, you got to see what happens to transport all that. We'll get to that later in the offseason, yeah. sure. But, but the potential for what this offense can be is really, really good. And that starts obviously with the quarterback. And I, at this point, I I want Trenton to be the starter for next year. Um, and he, he just looked really incredible today. And it is really unfortunate that he didn't get to enjoy the the, the fruits of his labor today because uh, the defense let him down. Yeah, sometimes you have to take a step back and realize this isn't a storybook. Yeah. Um, things aren't always how you want them to be written. Um, and for Borgay, unfortunately, the last chapter was torn out and eaten by Wilbur. It's, it's funny oh, you no. say that because Wilbur I literally, I literally, on that when they started that last drive before the the fumble, I was like, or incompletion, I was like, all right, this is it, storybook, Saul. You ready? He's about to lead a game-winning drive, and then I'm like, realistically, he's probably going to throw an interception, and then lo and behold. What does he do? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised you didn't go with Trent Tom Joshua Jackson. I did almost throw Josh Allen in there, but I was like, oh, people are going to think I'm being a, a homer again. So I, I, I went Patrick Mahomes. Okay, totally fair. I Orgay wasn't the only one that had himself a day, though. We talked already about Jalen Conyers, Elijah Badger. Uh, Shane, I know you've been, you've been on the Elijah Badger train since. I'm driving time. it, baby. And he had himself another hell of a game today he did get ejected there at the end after the event is cleared can i ask you guys would you would you get ejected like that if the game was over i'd love to yeah yeah why not yeah. Them. <laughs> i think that's what i think that's what makes the rivalry so great like i understand not wanting like the uh you want to keep the game clean there's no place for that in the game but also like it shows that the rivalry means something even when even when both teams are playing for nothing. Uh, I think that's cool. It shows that there's still fire in this rivalry. And, yeah, fuck them. Like, fuck them. Yeah. I, I, I would probably go give Wilbur another one, too, after seeing that today. Um, yeah. Just kidding. That would be violent. Uh, but, yeah, it shows the passion. For the, I mean, he's he's – I think he's been ejected before. I know he's gotten a couple of personal fouls um, this season, but it's, it shows passion for the game. He plays with a lot of passion. Sometimes a little bit too much emotion. But, like, again, we got to remember how young he is. Like – Here's the big thing for him. He has continued to not only be wide receiver one, 
um, but also a safety valve. He he reminds me a lot of Tyler Lockett almost, where he's just always in the right spots, a broken play, he comes back to the ball. But then also in space, he's just so good getting more, more yards than he should. Um, he's a lot bigger than you would think, and his hands are glue. Like he's, he's a tremendous receiver, and he's going to be one of the best in the Pac-12 if he decides to stay, which I, I wouldn't count out, but I also wouldn't bank on it. Yeah, I think that's why it's important to get that next head coach in here. right? I tweeted it out um, at the start of the fourth, just after Jalen Conyers had made that ridiculous catch. right? Like The next ASU head coach, whoever that may be, has to immediately – start recruiting his own guys again to stay. Um, And there's a handful specifically on the offensive side of the ball, right? You've got Elijah Badger, who's got a lot of eligibility left. And there's going to be people calling, right? Like he is definitely um, a high priority for a lot of teams losing talent. You look at Jalen Conyers, he's another guy who you want to keep if you're the next ASU head coach, sorry. you didn't like what we were saying. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> you got, I'm not Fuck sorry. them. It's the Sean show, Gata. now, baby. It's the Sean show. Daniel, uh, Daniel and Gata, you've got to recruit him to stay. He didn't play today. Yeah. Um, and you're losing Xavier Valade. You, you've got to keep him. We know how explosive he is. And then on the defensive side of the ball, it, as bad as it's been, you look at Ro Torrance, right? He's been a guy who we talked when he transferred. He had another here, great game today. Was, he, he's a massive guy. He's a great cover corner. Rangy. Um, and he's only going to get better, right? So those are four guys that I see, whether it be Kenny um, or whoever is really coming in to be the next head coach in Tempe. They've got to keep them. they got to keep those four guys. They all had phenomenal days. Sean, is there anybody else that you saw today that, st- like, that stood out? I mean, I like I had quickly mentioned it was obviously it was incredibly limited, but just seeing like a flash from Tevin White was very nice because um, I know we said the same thing coming into this year, but like coming into this year, we we're kind of like, oh, there's like a really deep running back room. They'll be able to use all these guys and keep Xavier fresh, which they didn't really do. Like they kind of just ran Xavier into the ground again. But I um, that was that was really nice. Um, otherwise. I can't. I like. I'm not. Not no one. Other than the guys that we mentioned already, no one really stuck out. Like on the defensive side of the ball, it was r- widely disappointing. Um, yeah. But I, I, I like I said, I, I was really happy to see just like a quick flash from Tevin White. It's nice to know that there are some guys that we haven't even really gotten to see yet that can produce for this program in the future. But obviously, there's a yeah. lot to be decided in the future. Te- Tevin White obviously had to burn his red shirt, which sucks. But uh, it was good to see something from him. Uh, he should be able to get a lot of playing time next year. And I think the biggest thing is. That turnover was costly, for sure. 100% it was. And and he's young, so he's just, he's got to learn from that. But what it does is, it, you know, next time you play the University of Arizona, you're going to have something to, you know, play for again. You're going to have that that revenge you want for, I'm not going to do that again this time. And that's, what, that's why rivalries build so much. And that's why, as a freshman, it might not mean as much to you as it does when you're a senior. So just having that kind of learning experience, coming yeah. in a loss especially, like yeah. – the guys that do decide to stay, I mean, that this one really, really, really leaves bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be tough. Obviously, the football season is over. We've got basketball to look forward to. ASU men's basketball, ASU women's basketball also doing really, really hot. Guys, there's only one place to go get your tickets for these games, and that is game time. You guys can save up to 60% on tickets when you buy tickets last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in the description. We're going to have a post-game show on Sunday after ASU plays Alcorn State. Uh, Do we know their mascot? 
Mm, that sounds like a Sean question. I will tell you right now. Um, by the way, ASU women's basketball, big 70 to 61 win today. Over American over, University. Over American Woo! University. Yes. Um, let's see. Alcorn State football. They are the Braves. Okay. Alcorn State Braves. Okay. Not really intimidated by that. No. I'd be more intimidated if they were the Acorns. Same. I'd be more intimidated if they were the Alcorn State more furniture couches. Yeah, I mean they're a wagon. They will lull you to sleep. They're so comfortable, yeah. they'll lull oh you to God. sleep, and then they pull up from behind the arc and just yeah. you. Wet. Look, guys, you guys can save up to fifty percent during the Black Friday sale at your local Arizona More Furniture showroom. Check out morefurniture.com to preview daily deals all this week leading up to Black Friday. It is time for the aftertaste. I didn't have anything too too sus to cook up, so um, it's it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. I don't even want to get sus. Yeah. Just what this shit taste like, Sean? <laughs> shit. Um, I don't I don't know. I, like I'm trying to think of something that has a really bad aftertaste. Like it was like, I don't know. It was it was like it's like it's like when I eat something that has peanuts or nuts in it, and I, like at first, okay, you know what it is? It's a, it's a, it's a carrot cake cupcake. With walnuts, um, because that's the only thing that has ever caused such an allergic reaction. I've had to go to urgent care, um, but I bit into it. I'm like, oh, this isn't that bad because the the flavors covered out the flavor of the nuts. And the next thing I know, I think next thing I know, my throat's closing. I'm struggling to breathe. I'm breaking out in eyes, and I'm like, I hate it here. I don't want this to be happening anymore. Um, so it was it was like I didn't know how how this was going at first, and then it ended ter- terribly. Um, so yeah, yeah. Toshi and I have a collective aftertaste. Oh my oh. gosh, we do. Oh, okay, yeah. What is this? This so is- so. Let's 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 set the stage a little bit. On our way here, Totri asked me, "Do you think some well weird Totri question? Like, do you think it blah 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 ever did it? Like one of those like why are you talking like kind of questions that he asked, you know?" And I was like, "Yeah, everything's happening all at once." And I described you know multiverses to him, and he was like, "Really? That's going on?" Yeah. And so then we get into the press box and we're hanging out, and what do we see to our left but somebody eating a cookie with. Ranch dressing on the side of it. I don't know if that was intentional or not, so we let it slide. But then Totri goes, dude, oh my God, look. And to my right, two seats to my right, there is another person with ranch dressing in the cookie. And there were, looked like there were no crumbs doused, on food bro. from after. And it looked like they were dipping in it. So Totri goes, are we living in one of are those we, alternate like, did we dimensions? Did we talk about right it? And we're, in, we're, we're in one of the multiverses. We're yeah. eating cookies with condiments. Yeah. is like a real thing. Because later in the game... Later, hell no. Later <laughs> in the game, what does Shane see? He sees a plate with cookie crumbs on it. <laughs> and what is there? Not ranch, no. Ketchup. There is ketchup. What are we doing? Tucson. What are we doing? Cookies with condiments, man. And, and, and the first one, there was like some residue of like the corn dogs they had here. Food here, not great, by the way. Um, there was residue of the corn dogs they had at the media room. So I was like, okay, understandable. The other one, there were no crumbs of any other food. None. What None. are we? No, it was like they were eating it, bro. They were doing. eating it. So that's my aftertaste. So, so there. Being, so, in the, theory, there's another reality where Arizona or Arizona State wins this game, and people don't oh, eat yeah. their cookies like weirdos. <laughs> that's the, that's, yeah. the, that's, the, that's the timeline I want to be in. It was so funny though. Taylor was just like, "Are we in one of them now?" I, I don't think I've ever laughed. That <laughs> yeah, we were losing our shit <laughs> in, a, in like a, a press box before. Also, this press box is awful. Like it's so horrible, dude. Like it is. It, everyone's elbow to asshole. Like it's so. It's super tight. It's just not great. Like at all. Well, I'm glad I was sitting here in a more furniture recliner. I was feeling good. 
up until the end of the game. I'm feeling zesty. You know, you know how this press box gets better. You know what they serve? Um, burrito Express. They serve Burrito Express. That is a. I gotta a get a smart bummer. light. Big bummer for us because Burrito Express. I don't believe they have a, a Tucson location, uh, but major, major bummer that they didn't have Burrito Express, and we didn't have Burrito Express like we always do. Um, I am looking forward to getting back to Tempe and having Burrito Express tomorrow before college football kicks off. If you haven't tried it, go give them a look. You just hop, you just hop in. Like I was that. doing the Ronaldo. You guys look really good now. Okay. It looks, it looks like okay. broad day there now. Beautiful. It is definitely not broad daylight. Uh, but yes, guys, if you haven't checked out Burrito Express, they've got plenty of locations in Arizona. Go give one a try and give them a follow on Twitter at Burrito EXP while you're doing it. Hey, it's Black Friday. I don't know if they have any Black Friday Burrito Express deals. That'd be dope, though, if they did, like, a buy one, get three free. That'd be cool. That'd be really cool. I know we've got some PHNX Black Friday deals going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys can stock up for the holidays. Check out the PHNX Locker on Black Friday. Save up to 90% off of everything. Again, 90% off of everything, guys. And when you spend $75, you're going to get a $15 gift card. Mob on over to PHNX Locker. Hit that link in the description to start adding to your carts and maybe become a diehard while you're definitely become a diehard and get your daniel and goddess shirts yes bro and your josh stone shirts look at the shirt josh or uh, sean is wearing it's fantastic also there was a shot of of josh stone walking into yeah i mean get a look at this yeah just two icons josh and me um okay we got it there is a shot of, of Josh walking in, looking good. Boys are looking good. Um, if it's a fashion looking contest, cute. they've they've already shut out with or wherever they are, the fucking Golden Gophers. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, I want to before we get on to uh, to lyric of the game, AZ Central with arguably one of the worst and most inaccurate headlines I have ever seen. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. The the headline is. Arizona State quarterback Trenton Borgay fails to shine in hometown uh, spotlight. I mean, tell me you didn't watch the game without telling me you didn't watch the game. Do I this have to go roast? This man almost threw for 400 yards, dude. What are we doing? He threw for 376 yards and had three touchdowns. But he is it is failed? it bad if I quote tweet this and roast them? No, go ahead. I'm just confused. What the fuck the are comments, we doing? Horrible headline. He was one of the bright spots for ASU the whole game. What a horrible headline. This kid balled out in a tough loss. People are, are you just, kidding me? I just, that, that's, I don't that is unacceptable. That's I mean that's why that's why you become a diehard though. Our writers don't make those kind of mistakes, and our content's free. No. Ma- could you imagine that, paying oh, man, to read an article yeah. like that? Yeah. Come on now. That's absolutely become a diehard. That's terrible. Gosh. Terrible. Hey, what's the lyric of the game, buddy? Uh, it's time for the lyric of the game. Today's lyric of the game comes from King Cruel. Um, the lyric of the game is. For at least for now, it's all over. Yeah, at least for now, it's all over. Uh, we don't have to watch this team for a while. And as much as I love a lot of the guys on the team, I'm not a big fan of a couple of the decision makers. And at least for now, it's all over. And we don't have to put ourselves through this on the weekends anymore. Instead, we got ASU basketball to look forward to um, for a while. So Wagon. at least for now, it's all over. Yeah, it is all over. Uh, it's also, oh, whew, we got a lot of tweets to get to. Israel Carter tweeted out 52 minutes ago. Two words. Anyone want to take a guess? Um, recruitment open. 
Nope. Oh man. Stop Dude, it. Jeez. I would say something like not happening again, something along those lines. My turn. Oh. oh. Let's go, young bud. Let's go, young bud. <laughs> I mean, you still got to sit behind Borgay for another year, but let's go, young bud. Maybe. Maybe. You don't ever know. That's awesome. Also, Kyle Sully um, in the post game oh. press conference apologizing the Sun Devil Nation. Um, Sean Aguano in full on tears. Hey. About the game today. So. Um, Brad Denny, huh? Brad Denny tweeted out yeah. uh, about 15 minutes ago. He said ASU fans shouldn't have to wait too long for some good news. Obviously, that's kind of what we were saying earlier, but we might not even have to wait till Sunday. We'll see what too Coach, long means. I'm gonna go chase his ass down and ask him what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna chase Brad. Yeah, down. I'm gonna go chase Excuse him. Me, Excuse me, Mr. Excuse Denny. Me, Mr. Denny. Dilly dilly, um, straight to the bloodline. Well, straight to the bloodline. Whoa, Sean, you're mainlining Dillingham. I am mainlining Kenny. That's crazy. Yeah, I would. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go out of limb. Fully expect Dilly to be named the head coach within the next. I'd say tomorrow night. The next week, there's probably gonna be an announcement. You know what's great? What time? A head coach about a head coach. What time's the, in the next? Week, yeah, let's probably. not. Let's not yeah, get our hopes wanna, too high. I don't want to say that it's necessarily gonna be exactly. What time is the Oregon game tomorrow, Sean? I will look right now. Um, hopefully, because it's not during it? the hockey game tomorrow. Yeah, because um, I will be there. Um, let's see. NF, NCAA score, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> got uh, sirens going yeah. on Twitter. Um, Oregon plays 130. So by, you could be, by dinner time, we're getting our head coach, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I, I hope it's either then or like during our ASU basketball postgame show. So we can so just bring all. No, I'm fine with doing different shows. It just would nice be nice to get it all yeah. done in one sitting. I think there's an expectation across ASU media that the head coaching search will probably end within the next week. I think the head coaching search is over. Yeah, yeah so do I. I'm not. I'm not going to say it's over until. I never said it was. I just said I think it is. Okay, that's totally fair. Um, there was one bright spot in today's game, right? It was when Sparky kicked the absolute. <laughs> close to you. Sparky kicked the shit out of Wilbur. Um, do we have that? There we Dude. go. Dude, not only one-two combo. Not only oh is this one of the greatest. Uh, shout out to whoever got this. Uh, the credits in the top left. I just can't read it from here. Not only is this one of the greatest videos ever, but also it, it, the the camera work. It zooms flawless. in and gets a touchdown pass. Touchdown. Immediately, like just a great read by Borgay. Borgay was just gutsy. Geo. Total gamer tonight. Geo Sanders was incredible as well. Oh we my really talked about him. Yeah, it's it's look. That, can we can we run that the start of that back one more time? Can I dub on that? Here, watch this. Ready? Dude, did Wilbur land one punch? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. Wilbur got so. fucking dog walked there. Um, I think it, when the mascot almost loses his head, you know that's that's sorry. That's a ten on the. Uh, that's, a, yeah. that's a ten eight round right there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sparky, Sparky with the dub. Gents, any final thoughts? Yeah, I have one final thing. Um. Whatever happens in the offseason, whether it be Dillingham, whether it be a different guy, whether it be a lot of players transferring out, because that can happen. Um, the only thing I ask of this program is to try its hardest in the school to try its hardest to, to kind of look at themselves in the mirror and look at what the what the environment was here and just try to reciprocate that. Get that get the fans excited about something even if the product on the field isn't as good as it has been in the past make them want to come because yeah. it's so embarrassing like like we complain about it when we're at the games but actually seeing you know somebody as close as as u of a 
doing it so much better. And I know this is a rivalry game, and I know ASU fans would have gotten up a little more, but fans would still leave at halftime. The bottom line is fans at Arizona State just aren't as interested in the football program's success because either they don't believe in it or they're just completely checked out. It's Something needs to be done. I don't know what that is. There are people in a leadership position to make that decision. Um, but whatever that decision is, I hope it comes in the offseason because I, I don't know how much ASU fans can take of the ones that actually care about the football program, of what the product is, not only on the field but also off the field. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, we've talked a bunch about who, who's to blame, whether the, the, it's the fans of the program. All I'll say is that whether it's Dillingham or anybody else, like you can't hold what this program has been for the last few years against a new coach, against a new regime. Like at some point it's going to change, right? ASU of A had Kevin Sumlin. Now they have Jed Fish. Like it, things yeah. can change so much with one hire. Uh, so just – I guess whoever whoever it is, give them a chance. Um, and the pressure's on. Yeah, yeah. And, and Joe brings up in the chat, nobody was going to these games last year. Yeah, there was a couple games where there wasn't a lot of fans either. Um, but you know what? They're excited to come to a couple games a year, and they're excited about the future of this program. They have some hope. Um, but it's it's just the energy, you know? It's the it's it's not even the, how many fans were here. It's just about how much this, these, this fan base seemed to care. You look around Sun Devil Stadium sometimes, and it's just kind of like – we're just here to get drunk, and then we're leaving at halftime. Like that's just not the case here. I know. And I know a, it's such a different environment, but yeah, yeah. I just yeah. Give the give the coach a chance. Whatever it is, that's yeah. all I can say. Whoever it is. Look, the pressure's on Ray. Odds are this is his last chance. And right? also, I think he and knows that. also, if Kenny Dillingham is the coach, remember this moment because I don't want five years from now when he goes seven and four or whatever for seven and five mm-hmm. for th- four straight years and being like, why did Ray hire Kenny Dillingham? Even though everyone yeah. and their mother is sitting here being like, oh, we should have hired Kenny Dillingham. Just exactly yeah. keep your head on straight. Um, give him a chance. And hey, maybe this time next year we'll be forgetting all. We'll be like, oh, remember when? Remember when Herman Edwards was the head coach of this team? Who cares? Hey, bar. Last thing I'll say. Bars to the floor. ASU's worst winning percentage as a team since 1946. Worst attendance as a team since the 60s as well. So the bar is the floor, whether it be Kenny, whether it be anybody else in the country. Whether we get arrested right now or not. Let's say the feds coming for y'all? They might. Uh, yeah, they might be. Yeah, we're getting arrested for a uh, poor camera shot right no, now. Th- Lack of light. We're getting arrested for not eating cookies with condiments, um, yeah. specifically ranch. Sun setting on us. And on the show. Look, guys, we appreciate you tuning in or listening. Um, give us a follow on Twitter at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me at Anthony underscore Tocha. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. And you can follow Sean DePaz at Sean underscore DePaz. Ready to give Wilbur the two-piece combo with fries, as always. <laughs> yes, sir. We will see you guys Sunday for an ASU basketball postgame show. But for now, enjoy the rest of your guys' weekend. Peace. <laughs>